I have a poster of uh, Taiga sitting on a desk, right? And you can like <laughs> yeah. kind of see up her skirt. Oh and, my uh, god! It was like when I was first moving in, right? And like my sister gets it, and she's like, "I'm gonna put this one in front of your desk. That way, when you're at your computer, you can look up her skirt." I'm like, "Well, <laughs> all right." <laughs> oh my god! Well, she was helping the cause, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> she was considerate. Yeah. I mean, I would have moved it there anyway. So thank you. <laughs> Hopeful dreaming like a child We imagine what could be Where would we go and will we do it Slowly get there gracefully A rushing force because we blew it What's going on guys? Welcome to the fifth iteration of Unrelated Filler Where we just talk about anything related to anime Or animation really And this week's filler is going to be about Kimi no Nawa But before we get to that I Let me introduce some uh, people that are going to be on the podcast with me Who do I have with me right now? I'm Juan. Hello. Yeah. It's only Juan. Nobody else. That's it. <laughs> no. And Roly. It's just fucking Juan. <laughs> hey, look, Roly's is back. Hey. Hey. Hey, how's it going? It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> and uh, I guess it's just Juan Roly's. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's just let's just leave it at that. So, what have you gonna? What have you guys been up to? Yeah. Working. Why? Well, I, I I saw the movie and looking for work, not working. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just being a leech on society. Mondo's here, too. <laughs> hey, 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> when did I get here? Nah, you just popped in. Holy I don't shit. even know. Yeah. <clears throat> What's up? But, uh, oh, you know, the usual. Anyway, back to Rollies being being scum. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't work, and I watch anime, and that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Uh, he's living the dream right now. No, I, I actually haven't haven't been watching anime because I've been looking for work. So, oh damn! As, as soon as I found out that you guys were gonna watch the movie, I was really excited for that. He hasn't I've been, been watching work it. because he's been looking for anime. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> so, uh, have you like most of us like heard a lot of hype around this movie, or did you just? Uh, Happened to see it one day, and you're like, "Oh, that looks cool." Um, I think it, it was first. First, it was that like I saw it and I thought it looked really interesting. And the thing about anime that catches my eye sometimes it's just like really good animation, and that's usually typically how it goes with movies. So that's what happened. But then the hype started building up like way too much, and oh, it's it's even going to the states and everything. And I'm like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" <laughs> what is this crazy ass movie? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was I was pretty surprised that it got the recognition that it did. Um, I mean, after seeing it, I could understand why it got the recognition that it did. Mm-hmm. Um, but before seeing it, I was like, "Why? Why is this anime made by not Studio Ghibli? You know, getting so hyped?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I, I think that's what everybody was thinking, and that's I guess that's probably what was building more of the hype because just like, I guess. I don't know. I, I there, there's more movies over here in the states, but I guess just how Pixar is really big and everybody expects Pixar to be really big. I feel like in Japan, everybody expects for a Studio Ghibli film to be super big. So, I guess that's yeah. probably what happened with this movie. They weren't expecting like, 
I think it got to the point where it actually overshadowed the Studio Ghibli movie that came out in 2016. Yeah, oh, really? which it's I completely called... forgot about. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. The Studio Ghibli came out with a movie called The Red Turtle. What? And I had... I know, right? <laughs> and I had no clue about it. <laughs> I watched the movie. I started looking up stuff about this. And then I stumbled across a name and I was like, The Red Turtle? Why the fuck did uh, this lose an award to a fucking movie called The Red Turtle? <laughs> and then I looked it up, and it was a Studio Ghibli movie, and I was like, holy shit, why hasn't anybody talked about this? <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> like, uh... hmm. We should watch that no, next you... time. Oh, uh, what? What, what? Somebody was saying something. I said we should watch that next time. And I cleared my throat. That's pretty much about it. <laughs> oh, I, I was just gonna say, um, I, I actually had a lot of mixed feelings before going into this movie, um, just because of the amount of, I guess, the amount of recognition that it was getting. I, I was kind of expecting something a little bit more, um, how would I say, a little bit more mainstream, I guess. And and I was actually expecting something along the lines of Studio Ghibli. And so I was like, well, hopefully it doesn't suck. And <laughs> I'm I'm glad I did. Ended up watching it and. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, before we get to talking more about that movie, I just wanted to mention the Samurai Jack um, yeah. trailer that's been going around. Yes. Have you? Have any of you actually seen it? I, 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 I just saw it like, I don't know if it was today or yesterday. I've seen the thumbnail. Does that count? <laughs> it, yes. It almost counts. <laughs> It's only like a minute, so you've seen most of it. <laughs> there's so much blood, though. Well, I don't think that there's a lot of blood. Well, it's until, the... until like the end when he's covered in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is on the... Adult Swim now, isn't it? Yeah, it that's, is. probably yeah. Gonna... that's probably why and... they could get away with little things like that. Yeah. And I mean, to begin with, fucking Samurai Jack was already gory as hell, except... Yeah. It, instead of spewing blood, the the robots were spewing oil. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I kind of like the blood though. The the bright red blood. It's very artsy. It's very bright. Like, I it love pops. it. I love it. Yeah. It's a Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be the first to say that when I when I was a kid and I was waiting for the premiere of Samurai Jack, I was like I don't know, like nine, ten, or whatever. And it was a point in my life where I actually had cable. And when I saw the first episode, I was kind of underwhelmed. Because, um, like, it was action-y, but I, I don't know. I just didn't really like it that much. Until um, later on, I'd catch it from time to time. And I caught myself, like, enjoying it more and more as the series progressed. Hmm. I didn't, like, it was, it was like, kind of difficult to follow the story. Mostly because um, I think at that point in time... Cartoon Network didn't do the crazy ass reruns that they do, like they like they do now with Gumball and uh, Teen Titans and Powerpuff Girls and stuff. So you kind of have to catch it whenever it actually came on, like yeah. at six or seven. Yeah, that's what would happen to me. It was almost like the I, I call it like the Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z syndrome, where at least for me personally, it was when like you would watch the show sporadically, and so like you never knew if you were catching up to it or if you were watching it like how it was supposed to be watched but for some reason you saw like all the episodes i, I like that that's why i felt about dragon ball z that when i would go back to it like later on 
and I thought that I never saw like most of the episodes and I ended up figuring out that I did. It's just that it was so sporadic sometimes how they were showing like in Cartoon Network or like in Canal Cinco back when I, I lived in Mexico. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, that's, that that's somehow, somehow I saw all the seasons, but I just never knew if that was yeah. correct because it was well, so sporadic. Well, in Canal Cinco, it wasn't sporadic. It was like they showed it and then like I guess it got to a point where they... They didn't have any more dubbed episodes, so they would just like play reruns again until, yeah. Yeah, okay. until, <laughs> until they have those dubbed, and then like they would play those. And then once they like stop dubbing, or they they they're at a point where they can't, I guess they don't have new episodes to dub. They would go back and like they just like replay re- everything. Replay yeah. everything. Man. I remember okay. seeing like the fucking Namek episodes like five times. Yeah, releasing the Cell Saga. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. True. And then there would be times when I like they'd show like actual the Dragon Ball, <laughs> other than instead of Dragon Balls, oh, they'd yeah. be like, "Whoa, what happened to Goku? <laughs> he's so side, he's so tiny." And then they did the whole Dragon Ball GT thing where he was tiny afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was weird. That's a no-no word, Mondo. You don't talk about that. But I guess I thought it was so cool when it came out. I hated it. Uh, like um the only reason that i thought it was cool was because i'd see like the knockoff figures that they sold in mexico oh yeah <laughs> oh, <laughs> i was like man these guys look fucking awesome there was so much bullshit with that so in mexico. much so much <laughs> with, like yeah, the posters with... and everything yeah. wall scrolls oh my god i bought like, so many all the, so I feel many. Like, <laughs> all the stickers in the magazines yeah. that you, like the stickers to put in the magazine the trading oh, yeah. cards yeah <laughs> man i Crazy. feel like it was I saw nothing but knockoffs with that and with Beyblade. Oh, yeah. Because when I was into playing Beyblade, I would go to Mexico and I'd get this crazy ass shit with like five inch like metal coming out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and somehow it would manage to spin and like destroy actual Beyblades. Yeah. Bro, did, did you guys ever go to uh, in Del Rio, go to Joy 99 and get those Beyblades that had like the, the, the little rocks that would make sparks every time it would hit another one? Yes. Oh, geez, <laughs> awesome, yeah. dude. Oh, I, I, I like, saw somebody God. make one with like razor blades on the side too. Holy shit! <laughs> I, I believe that. It was insane. And I, man, I remember being a little kid, uh, little kid-ish. I don't know. And I would play with Mark, uh, the guy that's on this podcast, and his brother a lot. And it got to a point where I got like this. Uh, I made like a little ditch in my back, in the shape of a bowl, and I would. Uh, you know, in quotes, train in the back, and I'd throw my Beyblade <laughs> inside the boat, <laughs> like they would do in the show. Yes, <laughs> and I'd be like, "It's getting stronger. I can't <laughs> wait to go over there and beat the shit out of Mark." <laughs> yes, oh, and then yeah. he proceeded to actually beat the shit out of Mark. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much easier. Ah, uh, yes, uh, the pureness of being a kid and your creativity. Oh god, the pureness of being 15 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you're creative. That's a kid, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, another thing that I felt that I should bring up was um, so Warner Brothers owns all the rights to Hanna Barbera stuff and uh, Mm -hmm. a bunch of other crap. And apparently, what they're going to do is start rebooting some of the characters from there. And one of the first ones that they're going to reboot is Snagglepuss, who they're making a gay playwright uh, hunted by the government in the 50s. What? Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably going to put a a link to 
um, most of the stuff on the SoundCloud just so people could follow along. But there's also a link on the Discord that's if you want to look at it. That's interesting. And like it sounds, it sounds pretty interesting. And I I read the article and I was like, yeah, this is pretty all right. Apparently, it's going to be an eight-page story and it's going to debut debut on get this the Suicide Squad slash Banana Splits right. annual comic number oh. one. Do you guys remember the banana splits? No. Uh, yes. It sounds familiar, but I have no idea what the fuck it is. All right. Oh, so wait. there was yeah, a never. show. There was a show that um they would show on Cartoon Network from time to time, but you wouldn't catch it very much. But um it was like a bunch of guys in suits running around, oh. and they had a theme song that would go la 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 la. No, no, let him finish. Let him finish. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay, yeah. Um, my vocals can't take this amazing song. But there was this. Um, it was just a bunch. Of, it was just a bunch of guys in suits. One of them was like a, I guess a gorilla, or uh, just some type of monkey, and he was orange. Another one was a dog. They had an elephant, and they had this uh, lion. <laughs> and I don't like. I guess they're uh, taking the Suicide Squad in a goofy route to. I guess make it connect more with um with the movie, but mm. when I saw that, I was like, "Oh fuck! I gotta see! I gotta <laughs> see what they're gonna do with this." That's really interesting. <laughs> that's weird. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty never... stupid. If I do oh, say so myself. Oh, I remember <laughs> yeah. this now. I've this never seen fuck. this before. Yeah, this is like <laughs> like old as fuck. It's old as fuck. Yeah. And they would show like super old cartoons like in between the shenanigans from time to time also. What where would where would they show this again? They'd show it on Cartoon Network from time to time. Yeah, but, well, uh, I it was caught most of, like, of it on the Boomerang. Bullshit, bullshit, wasn't it? Yeah, it is. Mm. All I ever remember watching was just the intro and that's it. And like I never <laughs> went past that. Every time. That I don't sounds, know why. That sounds about right. And I never knew what the show was exactly about because I would always just uh eh, not interesting. <laughs> Well, if it's one season, I might want to do it for a filler. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, look at them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I'm sure it's a lot more than one season. So, uh. you know, he, there's there's dreams. <laughs> 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 but yeah, after the after the eight-page story that they're going to be doing in the Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad slash Banana Split annual thing, um, they're going to turn it into a regular DC series in the fall. And... <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of want to see where they're going to go with this. It seems pretty interesting. And mm. the DC comics are usually pretty all right to good. They're not as nowhere near as bad as the movies, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Also, the art's getting a lot of shit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> because yeah. uh, I guess people don't like their their cartoons getting turned to these uh, somewhat, not not photorealistic, but um like just... I- Ultra detailed, or whatever no, I just—it's more of a hitting right in the uncanny valley, like those eyes. Yeah, pretty, the, pretty the, close. So I don't mind every. I don't mind like the whole thing. I just mind the eyes. They're looking into Juan's soul. He's they're—they're <laughs> they're just staring at me in this blank expression. It reminds me of my dreams that I wake up screaming. <laughs> it reminds him of the dolls that he collects. <laughs> But uh, until like Juan actually mentioned the eyes, I actually didn't really care about the art style. But now that he like when he mentioned it before, I looked at it and I was like, huh, that that is kind of uh... that was the first thing that I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. 
But yeah, I like the art style. But it seems to be getting a lot of fucking shit. Yeah, and hope- just. Hmm? Yeah, if it's going to be an ongoing series, hopefully they might have different artists um, come yeah, in do, get, like guest artists come in and do some pages uh, like Batman. There's like a lot of artists that do Batman uh, and, yeah. and like in the middle of the season. They have like a guest artist, a guest comic artist. Um, like my favorite one would be like Greg Capullo or, um, you know, things like that. Pe- uh, people like that. Yeah, I We'll see what happens with this. I mean, I'm sure if it does good, they'll keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And then another thing, just uh, people are auctioning off historic cartoon images and stuff. Mm. Whatever. Images? Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, I guess frames? Yeah. They're just, like, they're just like pieces of yeah. pieces of animation and art. Yeah, or probably like concept art. Yeah. Most likely, like before, like you know how they, whenever they animate, they usually animate on like this bigger piece of paper, yeah. And then, or you know, back in the day, they would animate it in the bigger piece of paper, and then they take a picture of it and make it smaller or whatever. Yeah, yeah. or per- or like sell, uh, transfer yeah, paper. Yeah, sell art. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I've seen a lot of things where like fans get sales from like um animators, like they win them, or like I I've seen people like sell sell sells also <laughs> sell sells sell sells. <laughs> <laughs> I I would like to get some animated nah, not animated. I'd like to get some autograph cells from some of my some of the artists and stuff that I follow. Like uh, I know for the SWAT Cats um Kickstarter that they were doing a while ago. Uh they were like one of the prizes was like an autograph cell and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool. I wish I had that kind of money." <laughs> oh, just throw that it is away. awesome, dude. Or imagine having cells from like the first Dragon Ball like just the Dragon Ball series. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, pre- right. I'm pretty sure they're floating around, probably in the black market in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> With the ultra I, w- I would not be surprised, dude. <laughs> All right. That being said, let's get into this movie. It's beautiful. So it's gorgeous. The title is Kimi no Nawa, which translates to your name, pretty much. And it premiered at. An anime expo in uh, July third, twenty sixteen, here in the U.S., but it wasn't released in Japan until August twenty sixth of that same year. Oh, that's a little and, weird. Uh, it, it released in the U.S. before Japan. Well, it it premiered in the U.S. Oh, okay. before Japan. Right. Yeah, at an at an you know an anime convention, but Japan got an actual release. Where, as uh, the U.S. is, I think it might be the last one to get it. So basically, in the U.S., it came out in a film festival or in an anime festival, but in Japan, it came out as an actual theatrical release. Yeah, and here in the the only theatrical release that I've seen that it had here in the U.S. was um in California for like a week, but apparently it, they only did that so they could qualify for the Oscars. No, yeah. which uh, they got snubbed out of anyway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was. I could have sworn I heard somebody tell me that they, that this was in the Oscars, but no. After doing my research, like it got beat out by uh, Moana and uh, mm. the Red Turtle, <laughs> and my life as a zucchini and Zootopia. What? My, what? Life, as my life as a zucchini. My life as a zucchini. Yeah. What the hell is the that? Fuck? Exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna Google this now. Is, is, it, like, life is, as... is it one of those like independent things or some shit? 
Kind of. I know it's not. It's not American. I think it looks French. Um, it might very well be French. Uh, Mave right, as a Corva. Uh, I don't know what that means. But right. here you go. Boo. Here's the link. Yeah. But yeah, it lost out to that and those other ones that I mentioned. Um, going back to the releases, it's not getting released to in the U.S. until April seventh, twenty sixteen, which is still a pretty good ways away from now. <laughs> the only good thing that I can see from that is that it's going to be released in both English dubbed and Japanese with English subs. That's not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> eh. I mean, no. But I'm trying to look <laughs> on the bright side, man. <laughs> I mean, I guess it'll just get more people watching it. Yeah. Probably, but um, I I watched the trailer for the English dub, and uh, it's just more. That's not a you good know, thing. It's that's not a good <laughs> thing at all. But it's not like it's not the voice actors, because um, the voice actors that were on here are actually the voices of. Uh, like the lead is the voice of Dean from the Venture Brothers, hmm. and then the female lead is—I don't know what she's done recently, but what I what came out to me was Mamimi from Furikuri. And really? I think she did a decent, yeah. Huh. She did a decent job in that. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't fantastic, but it was like good. But if you if you go to the the podcast area and you scroll up a bit, I put the trailer in there and i feel like you guys should give that a listen before we keep going on with this yeah i listened to it and i was like yeah it, it's all right <laughs> it's all right for what it is i don't know about all right it's all right wait where is the, it at the top um, yeah just keep scrolling did you redo wait in the at podcast the yeah. yeah go to podcast and it's above uh oh okay thing. is it the your name and trailer english stuff yeah yeah this just sounds like it sounds like they hired a different actor for every line. Yeah, <laughs> kinda. Um, I just feel like maybe, like it's not the voice actors' fault because the voice the voice actors are okay slash good. Um, you could tell that they could act. They do all this, or at least you know, for Dean's sake, or the voice actor of uh, the male lead. He he does a bunch of different things and he acts them pretty good. I'm pretty sure it's just the direction that they gave them, like, in the booth when they were recording. I'm pretty sure that that's what fucked this up. Hmm. It could um, be that. Yeah, I mean... And I'd, I'd like to make myself believe that, because it sounds like every current Funimation dub that has a male lead that isn't, like, an action person. It just, uh, it sounds very unnatural to me. That's That's my issue. Yeah. It just sounds very forced. Yeah. But that's been most of the... I mean, in my opinion, that's been most of uh, the dubs for the past few years. Yeah. Nah. Like, it's just your standard, I guess, now. Just your, you know, typical... I'm I'm speaking softly because I think that I should speak softly. Yeah. And then the girl's like, I'm the female version of you. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's decades already, two decades actually. Mm, of, maybe of the quiet female voice. Uh, and 
I don't know. I guess my standards are low because, I mean, I, I say it's all right. But then again, I came from Mexican uh, dubs where, like, the voices were, like, in someone's freaking basement. You know, um, I like those just because they, they sound hilarious. Nah. Yeah. I mean, if that's all you watch, that's that's all you you had. And, like, I I knew that they were shitty. Um, but, Listen, like, I... but later on, like, now they, it's they're they're better. But I guess my standards are low, and I sort of gauge it with how they used to be back in the early '90s with with Mexican dubs. Up until my now, my favorite, my favorite dub of the Dragon Ball series or the the Dragon Ball Z series is a Mexican dub. Yeah, whether it be nostalgia or whether it be like actual how good it is, I just prefer it so much more than the Japanese dub and the American dub. Yeah, I, I agree with that too. For some reason, I don't know why. I definitely I don't like the Japanese one. Uh, the English no. is okay, and then the, the, the Spanish is okay. one's okay too. I mean, oh, yeah. none of them are really that spectacular, to be honest. No. But getting back to this, um, you know, I don't speak Japanese. I've stated this on the podcast before, believe it or not. So I'm basically going uh, by how the voice actors sound on um, whenever I hear the Japanese version. And to me, they sound they don't sound like your typical cookie-cutter uh, voice actor for the most or at least a female doesn't in my opinion i haven't heard that voice very many times uh mm. actually she reminds me of uh she reminds me a lot of the voice actor what is her name i don't know her name but she's the one that did onodera in nichijo hmm. uh, i have not seen nichijo uh, she's done a shit ton, i mean not nichijo fucking nisekoi oh not Nichijo. Another thing I haven't seen. Wait, what? I, <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. Are you talking uh, about the, Jap- told me the to... Are you talking about the Japanese voice actors though? Right now? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. yes, yes. Yeah. I was like, because uh, I kind of did. <laughs> I, I I didn't really like um the the English voice actor for the 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 girl main character. No. Yeah. No. So I mean, I guess I'm happy that they're gonna release it in uh dub and sub. But I feel like I should go watch it as a dub just to give it a chance, or and maybe you know maybe they'll they'll shut me up, or maybe I could just come back and talk more shit about it. <laughs> I I always feel the same. I I always want to give it a try, and I mean you know it's kind of our language, so might as well just go be lazy or whatever. But um, yeah, it's always good to give it a try to see see what's up because sometimes trailers usually don't you know. Yeah, they they don't result that they don't compared to the end product yeah so yeah i mean yeah. uh com- coming from like somebody who didn't watch anime at all unless it was dubbed and ended that. up transitioning into nothing but sub because i just realized how shitty like the dubs were comparatively um i don't know like my experience just generally has been uh, uh let me let me see what it sounds like just just to see what it sounds like and most of the time it ends up in disappointment and me just going back to the japanese sub yeah that that's what it is for the most part but i always for agree with i always agree with nuni that sometimes i feel like it is i don't uh, well i i have a feeling that sometimes it's just casting but for the most part it can be just direction because yeah. like i mean we've heard some of these people to do you know at at, at the least or at, at the most decent in, in other animes so mm-hmm. it's kind of weird that in, in like kind of really 
mo- like movies like these that they they would do something like that. It's almost like they kind of don't don't really put much effort on like casting or like directing these movies just because it's anime. I'm I'm just assuming though, but I'm not really sure. Yeah, it got to the point with me where I saw that and I started looking up. Well, who's the like who's the voice director in, in Funimation or who's like who's in charge of voice casting, casting or whatever? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hmm. And I couldn't find anything, so I guess I'll. Mm. I guess another reason that I kind of want to watch it dub is just to so see. You can see the, the credits. <laughs> so I could see. Who, so I could see who did this, and, and I could be you angry. Son at of them. a bitch! Who are you? <laughs> Facebook them. You did this. <laughs> You're the reason. You're the problem. <laughs> uh, but uh, going back to, uh, you know, giving English voice acting a cast, and you know, going back to. A Japanese dub. I I think I've mentioned this in, in a previous podcast before, but I actually go out of my way and uh, see if there's any other dubs. Like we know that there's already an English dub, that we know that there's a Japanese, you know, dub. Uh, I sometimes see if they also did a Spanish dub or if they did a, a German, Russian, or 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 Italian Chinese. dub, just to see the differences. I think for this one, they they did an Italian or a French dub. I forget. Hmm. But it does. It another dub does exist out there. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I I just try to listen to those or try to find those just to see uh, how good in quality they are based on the quote unquote original. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to to bring up a story for the sake of bringing up a story, uh, you don't want the Japanese guy also. Co- I like you need that that voice director to come down. And tell you how to do it because if they get like the actual director to come down here and tell you how to do it, he doesn't understand the language. Yeah. Um, case in point, um, I heard this on the Best Friend cast earlier this week, but they were telling a story about how the director of um, Resident Evil came down and directed all the voice actors here in America, mm-hmm. and he tried to get them to do it like to do their lines in english mm-hmm. but he like kept making them do it until it sounded cool to him <laughs> <laughs> and okay. basically like they just chopped it like they did it he, he told them to do it like super slow and sometimes to do it, like faster and then they ended up like chopping like different pieces from different takes together and f- it just came out to shit okay. <laughs> Like if you go back and <laughs> if you go back and listen to some of the voice acting in that, it's just it's just garbage. Garbage. Wait, just which garbage. Resident Evil? The first one. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wait, the game, right? Yeah. The yeah. Game. <laughs> no, the yeah. movie. Yeah, and stop. the movie wasn't. The, Don't wasn't open the that door. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only line I can remember, which pretty much sums it all up. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds about right, but yeah, with, <laughs> which is why, which is why I feel that the uh, you know direction, even even though it's a dub, like it it matters to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. You can't just like be like, yeah, that sounds all right. Let's let's do another one. <laughs> let's splice yeah. it. Yeah, let's splice it. Because <laughs> I mean, like, how, how does I mean? I correct me if I'm wrong in my opinion, because sometimes I, I don't see a lot of things like how, how you guys do it. But like, I feel like some Studio Ghibli movies are translated very well with like really good voice actors. So like if, if like Studio Ghibli can do it, I'm sure they can do it with like your name or other movies too. That's why sometimes I don't understand like 
or, or like I agree with Nuni when he says that it can be probably just the directing because I mean Studio Ghibli has done if if not like the whole movie has been like really great with like the whole cast mm-hmm. I've heard some really good voice actors in some of the movies I don't know if that's just me though mm-hmm. yeah. I sadly I can't speak because I haven't seen a lot of Studio Ghibli movies uh Oh, okay. In a while. Well, at, at, at least at least with the direction the, with the direction of them, you know what I mean. That, that's that's what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it has to do with the mix of translation and uh, uh, the change in some. I guess uh, the wording and and based on region and and all that makes. And I guess Studio Ghibli, whenever they you know Disney or whoever translates in the U.S., uh, I'm pretty sure they, it's Disney. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure they take that into account. Right. Um, That's what whereas, I was... yeah. Whereas some people, uh, some studios, they maybe either translate it, but they use the literal translation, and it's not sometimes that good. And that's the fucking worst. Yeah. Um. And and or they use the, um, you know the 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 meaning of the word, what what they're trying to actually say or trying to convey, but they probably keep it still in the Japanese region, so it doesn't make sense to the audience. Yeah, that's that's why you get a lot of lines that sound like it can't be helped, <laughs> right? And yeah, stuff yeah. like that, which sounds unnatural when you say it. Like, I mean, you know, those words put together make sense, but mm-hmm. um, in Japanese, that's a that's like a a little idiom that they have. But here in America, that idiom doesn't exist, so it just sounds kind of right. Silly. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but before we get even deeper into this, I should mention to whoever's listening. There's going to be a maybe a bunch of spoilers um, throughout the rest of this podcast. So if you want to keep yourself nice and fresh and uh, <laughs> needy, tidy, cleany, weeny, uh, you should maybe stop. Yeah, because the movie does have a weird change of pace that I, I, I feel like people would not expect because I, I wasn't expecting how it was going to turn out at all. Yeah. Because I, was, I really did not know anything going into this movie. And um I I don't think any of us actually knew anything going into this movie. Hell no. Which is good. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's great. Like you, you've heard a lot about this movie, but you don't know shit about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, when I first started watching it, I was like, okay, uh, what's going on? And then they introduced a plot, and I was like, oh, this is what this movie yeah. is about. I thought it was just a love story. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what I, that's what I thought too. Actually, so this movie is Freaky Friday. Yeah. Except they can freak. Except they can Freaky Friday. Um, they don't get to pick when they Freaky Friday, but they Freaky Friday. Uh, I guess every now and then from day to day. Yeah, and they're not, not related. Always on a Friday, and they're not related, and it's not always on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't think Freaky Friday was even entirely on a Friday. I think it was just—I don't even know what the fuck Freaky Friday is. I think it's just (laughs) on a Friday. But it's good that you're comparing it to that because I—I don't—that didn't even cross my mind that it was kind of like that movie. I feel like if you haven't watched um, if if you watch like most people have watched Freaky Friday, and or you know something like that, Mm Seventeen again or whatever that movie was. Ah, yeah. uh, To the point where if I just say that word, they'll be like, "Oh, yeah." I know what this is. Yeah. Uh, some lady uh, fucking comedy movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so th- this is Freaky Friday. Except <laughs> it's between a boy and a girl. And uh, 
let's start with that. Yeah. So we're introduced with somebody waking up to an alarm. And this girl just, like, lazily gets out of bed. And you see her, like, the first thing she does after she, like, opens her eyes is look down at her chest. And she's like, oh, they're there this time. <coughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> Which, um, you know, that that's, I guess, the first gift to, to the plot. And then it just goes about her day. Or, like, <laughs> she just starts grabbing her tits and, <laughs> and fondling herself when you're introduced to her sister who opens a door to her fondling her tits. <laughs> and it's a great view. And you're you're like you're confused and you're like, what what why? <laughs> and uh you know then then she just goes about her day so you can see pretty much, you know, what the day to day is for her. And then after that it introduces um the guy. Is that how it goes? Uh, or does it switch uh, to... I don't know. I didn't watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, then, it, then it introduces a guy. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, oh, no. No, I think it introduces... Um, that after after the girl goes through her day-to-day, she, um, like, at one point, she flips her notes in her notebook and she sees um, that somebody wrote, Who are you? Or like, what is your name, or something like that? I forget. Yeah, what's what is your name? What is your name? And she was like, "What did you do this?" And blah blah. blah. And then um, it finishes her day. She goes to bed, and then the next scene that you see is some is a boy waking up to the alarm in a similar fashion to what the girl did, except this time this male is a very feminine, very feminine man uh, from the start. And he has a, <laughs> um, like the voice acting in this kind of sounds like he was just like doing a high pitched girl's yeah. voice, but he was a guy, <laughs> <laughs> which is what I'm pretty sure it was, just like your stereotypical, Hi. you know, something like that. <laughs> 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 and you see her wake up, and she's she's looks down, and her chest is gone, and she's like, "What is this?" No, it can't be. And then she grabs her dick and she's like, <laughs> and, and, you know, it, it introduces um, that, you know, the person that she turns into yeah. or she switches bodies with, whose name is Taki. Yeah. And you you see that he's a single, uh, he lives with his dad, who's a single dad, and he has a job and he goes to school and it goes throughout his day and, you know, does that. And you get to see the shenanigans that she gets into uh, while she takes over this guy's body. And you, like, pretty much in between that, uh, in between this and, uh, I guess, a point where the female, like, uh, the female lead, whose name is uh, Mitsuha, like, makes a relationship with this person. Uh, Like, in between that, uh, you you just see them like going through their lives as one another and like slowly getting familiarized and doing all that stuff until one day or not not really until one day but there gets to a point where um Mitsuha in the boy's body like gets kind of friendly with the guy's senpai who is I guess like the lead or the manager or whatever yeah yeah he, he's he's the manager at at uh, his work and he's a what to do? He's um. He's a waiter. I he's think a he's waiter. just a waiter. Yeah, he's yeah. a waiter. Yeah. And uh, it 
it introduces her and you, it's essentially his love interest and uh the way it, introdu- it introduces her is uh like something that i wanted to bring up because of, like this guy's fucked up <laughs> is uh <clears throat> some guy at a table he's like hey waiter and you know the the male or mitsuha and taki's body goes and she's like yes and um <laughs> he's like there was a toothpick in my pizza <laughs> Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> we and, don't have and, toothpicks at this. Yeah, restaurant. we don't have. Yeah, there aren't any toothpicks in Italian restaurants. That's weird. <laughs> and then he starts freaking out, and he's like, "What?" And so you know, the manager steps in, and she's like, "Oh, I'll take care of this. You've been acting pretty weird lately." <laughs> and uh, she takes care of it or whatever. And you see this guy, this motherfucker, like bust out a box cutter, and you're like, "What the fuck? <laughs> is this? Is he gonna take her hostage? Like, why?" Why why did they emphasize that box cutter so much? <laughs> and I thought it was going to get fucking crazy yeah, there. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and like I thought for a bit that they just glazed over it and I was like, "Oh, well, like I guess it meant nothing. <laughs> I guess it was just some kind of transitional scene, you know. <laughs> Maybe, you know, it's symbolism. How many box know. cutters in this movie were there? <laughs> <laughs> Count the box cutters. And it's not until later where, that you see that he ripped her skirt. And I was like, what kind of a fucker? Yeah. Goes to a restaurant, tricks him to give him food, and then rips the fucking skirt. <laughs> after they give skirt. him the food. Yeah, after they give him the food. Like, what kind of fucking prick does that? There's somebody out there. Mm-hmm. There's some, uh, no, I'm I'm sure there are various people out there <laughs> that are just as bad or worse as as this piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. I've seen plenty of them. Yeah, I, I've met plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, I've been to the restaurants. Why just today? <laughs> <laughs> so this this uh, establishes a little interaction between uh, Mitsuha and Taki's body, and she's like, uh, "Here, come with me," and he takes her to the back room, and you're like, "Oh, damn." and he's like take off your skirt and she's like what (laughs) and you think to yourself oh shit it's one of these animals (laughs) but no but no he uh he's like uh no i'll turn around whatever and he sews it together and you know they build this little relationship and then uh after that it just kind of goes in between them again like living out each other's lives except they start setting up bound like boundaries and ground rules and all that stuff uh, so you know, so one doesn't fuck up the other one, and the other one doesn't fuck up one, and this keeps continuing until uh, one day Taki has a date with um the rip skirt lady, the manager, rip skirt lady, <laughs> and he's like, what? what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I wish I could have gone, but no, I guess it's your turn. So you know, he starts getting ready for this date. And throughout, like, the uh, this entire setup, I think to myself, man, why don't these guys just call each other? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what? I thought to at some point. Like, why Why are they, why do they keep, like, diaries and writing on paper? Like, why don't they just call? And um, luckily, uh, you know, Taki goes through this date and what's-her-face, like, wrote tips on the diary that she keeps on her, on the guy's phone. And, you know, it progresses. And then it gets to a point where it's at the end, like, the end of the date. And the manager lady is like, you used to have a crush on me, didn't you? (laughs) And he's like, no. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. (laughs) 
but um <laughs> she brings up that she that he has a crush on somebody else which uh mondo had brought up to me that he felt was pretty rushed and i hadn't thought about it before like i just i was just like oh okay i guess i guess he likes somebody else now (laughs) (laughs) but when mondo brought it up i was like that yeah that did feel pretty rushed yeah it was just like what where where did this come Uh, from like there there was nothing alluding to any of that up until that point um turns uh, out it was one of his friends uh, on (laughs) on the side point um just one thing that while you were on this topic one thing that I really noticed and that kind of bothered me was when Mitsuha was thinking about um, about Taki being on the date, she was like in front of a mirror, like brushing her hair, and then she just like starts crying. And so th- that that was one of the things that like really threw me off. And, and I was just like, what? D- did she really want to go on that date that bad? Is she, is she gay? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I, I hadn't actually thought about that either. Yeah. Was, the... She 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 started crying because she had actually developed more feelings for, for yeah. him. Yeah, I yeah. And I mean, yeah. it made sense afterwards. But right. like initially, it was just like, what? Like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> Lesbians? <laughs> well, during the movie, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, she developed feelings for him. Yeah, like, but... I, I wasn't like, uh, what's going on? Why is she crying? Yeah, I mean, I guess what I'm trying to get at is that at that point, they hadn't really established anything on that. It was yeah. just like, oh, I'm going to use his money to eat really fancy fucking desserts. <laughs> and then yeah. all of a sudden, they, they kind of introduced this. So Yeah, it, it was... It was just weird to me. Yeah, it was pretty rushed. Uh, I guess because they did a, a, a big time skip. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, it was a pretty big time skip, considering... Uh you know how god knows how many times they've been switching bodies with each other yeah and how many how many times this this lucky gorgeous man got to grope himself (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure they had to do that because because of you know time constraints Mm -hmm. movie and it's a movie and they only have so much money so you know i i could forgive it for that it's not it's not the worst thing in the world but uh yeah like mondo said it was a little rushed yeah, but, um, it, it's crazy because the, the, the whole time skip that I thought originally that that was going to be like the whole movie, basically. Yeah, so did I. But they did the, <laughs> I, they I, did the whole time skip to do like the, the other half of what the movie to, was supposed to do. To do the be. actual movie. Yeah, quote unquote or whatever. Quote unquote. It, but yeah, like, uh, like you said, I thought this was going to be like just Freaky Friday. It turned out to be uh, Freaky Friday plus. <laughs> plus. Freaky Friday. Ultra. ultra. Freaky Friday Ultra with the Freaky Friday too. <laughs> <laughs> so they establish that he has feelings for some for somebody else, and you're like, who, who, who? And you know, uh, it's Mitsuha, and you're like, oh, okay. So after the date, uh, after the manager lady leaves, like he takes out his phone, and um, Mitsuha had left her number, so um, I think so Taki could tell her how the date went. So he starts marking the number, and you're like, oh, th- you know, thank God, finally. And, like, the phone starts ringing. And then you he- you keep hearing the phone ring, and you keep hearing the phone ring. And it just shows uh, Mitsuha, like, having this conversation and just, like, uh, you know, living a, uh, living her normal day. And it's it, an extended scene of that. But it gets to a point where... Hmm. What did actually happen? Wait, Is that wait. where they? Okay, so after you're talking about after he calls her, right? Uh, no, like during the while the phone is ringing. Uh, while while the phone was ringing on her side. 
Yeah. Okay. So as the phone was ringing, it kind of just like it cuts off basically where Taki's like, well, I guess there's no connection or something like that. Like the phone like says that the phone has been disconnected or not connected. And then it just goes back to Mitsuha where like the cultural festival is starting and she's just sitting at home. And so you're kind of just like, oh, well, I guess she's distracted by the festival or something. She doesn't have her phone on her. I don't know. Like it was just kind of a weird scenario, right? Uh, yeah. But that's sort of when it starts moving on to what happens after the culture festival or what happens at like the peak of the culture festival, which I'm sure you want to yeah. get into. Yeah, uh, I do. But before that, I want to mention, I like that they had the little, um, uh, the little ritual that they perform. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed that. It'd be something that if I, if I traveled to Japan, it'd be something that I'd want to watch if, if it like just so happened to be going on. Yeah. But, yeah, I was actually wondering, like, how, how true to a tradition that was in Japan. Like, I don't know if that was, like, well, a made-up tradition just for the for the, uh, the movie plot itself or if it's wait. actually something that happens in Japan. Are you, are you talking about her making the sake? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that was, like, at the very beginning. Yeah. That's, well, I don't know. I thought, I always thought it was, like, a, a fake um, tradition because they were saying, you know, that family, you know, has done it for a thousand, like, a thousand years and uh and the records that they keep as to why they do all these traditions why they you know make all these weavings and all this stuff uh that, they, they were lost yeah they were they <laughs> so they they've been lost like in a fire from 200 years ago okay yeah. well so, i i i assume that at least just the the weaving itself is traditional and probably making sake like that maybe hmm. like spreading well, it th- out those like you see like i've Whenever you see pictures of uh, shrines and stuff like that and, uh, you know, areas such as that, you see bottles next to the shrines a lot of the times, mm. like just from people like vacationing or whatever and taking pictures and stuff. Like you, you actually see those bottles and I, I never knew what was inside of them. I just assumed they were like vases or vases or whatever. But now that I know that they have sake in them and maybe or maybe not, they're made that way. You know, one day I'll find out. I could at least <laughs> try to drink some search. spit from a pretty lady. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Or she could be mediocre. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get too sidetracked. But like, you guys know the um the Vice documentary uh team and everything, like the Vice yeah. stories and everything. I I know they exist. Yeah, I know they have a channel. Well, I I I saw a documentary about like a Japanese man fermenting uh kid poop to turn it into sake. Jeez. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, that, that's ferment- a, that's as far as I can like go from like maybe them fermenting it a really weird way. But I mean, it it was a Vice documentary, and they usually do a lot of taboo stuff. But I, I'm sure they do it a different way. That that guy was just doing it that way for some reason. Yeah, I I, I can't say I'm too surprised. <laughs> uh, just because I I worked at a prison and I've seen some of the way that they. have that they make cheese there and how they make their uh. tortillas and how they uh, actually make hooch and ferment fucking like shitty ass fruit that they got from the kitchen and stuff like that. Mm. <laughs> they make pizzas with ramen noodles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think I'm joking. I know, I know um, you're not. I've seen fucking weird ass shit from that. Uh, okay. what, what was that one thing that we saw on? It was like some prison prison chili or something like that. Something and like, like that. they were fucking making it with like Kool Aid and like ramen. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that sounds. <laughs> that right. doesn't make chili at all. 
Dude, they they leave uh, like milk in the in its carton for like weeks so they can make some cheese. Mm. <laughs> and you're like, oh, don't they don't they I have cheese there though? Like uh, from time to time, <laughs> it's usually just like shredded uh shredded uh cheddar. I guess they they want their variety for that Frito pie. <laughs> oh, for that Frito pie, <laughs> they gotta toss them salad somewhere to give some flavor. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was super. I was glad that they included that in there because I. I like seeing cultural stuff mm-hmm. uh, that isn't um, same, fam- or even if it is familiar to me, I just like seeing it tossed in there from time to time. Yeah, but uh, but uh, Mito has uh, classmates are just bitches. Yeah, yeah, stuck. <laughs> they're pretty sluts. They're pretty fucking shitty. <laughs> and um, when I initially watched it, I was like, man, why are they such fucking assholes? But then I, I would recall, you know, why um, were people in our high school such fucking assholes? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like um, you see people making fun of guys in mariachi or anybody that's into the ballet folklorico or um, just any like Mexican tradition that is brought up. You usually see a certain group of people shit on the people that are actually doing the thing, even though like it's cool or it's tradition or you're into it or whatever. There's always going to be those people that are like, yeah, this is weird to me. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Too true. It, 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 is, it hits a little too close to home for Juan. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> but, um, so he calls Mitsuha. Mitsuha's phone is disconnected. And he hangs up and he's like, well, fuck. And you're like, well, fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, it shows Mituha, like, during this time, heading towards a cultural festival. She's all dolled up in her in her little kimono, and you're like, oh damn. <laughs> and everybody in the show is like, oh damn. And um, they head towards a cultural festival, and you hear, like, a little ruckus, and you see. A meteor shower that was brought up like earlier in the show in the background in the <coughs> like in the news or whatever yeah on the tv yeah and um a lot of japanese shows do this where they mention stuff like uh also they they did another thing here in the in this movie where you know the lesson for that um you first hear whenever mitsu has in class is about Something about like noon and dusk or whatever, and then um different the different ways that people say a certain word, but it all means the same thing, and how it's like it's about time and um you know coming apart and yeah. getting back together or whatever, but it's all in the background like um they did a, they did the courtesy of uh subtitling some of it for you. Yeah, but if you just want, if you were to just follow the main dialogue, you probably wouldn't have seen it. Yeah. Uh, just like um, when they brought up the meteor shower, they did the courtesy of uh, subtitling it for you. But if you didn't, you know, if you just followed the main dialogue, you probably didn't see it. True. Even though there wasn't much dialogue going on, but I digress. So the meteor shower is going on, and you're like, "Oh man, this looks pretty." And then she's like, oh, man, this looks pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and you see the meteor, um, you know, going over their heads. And a little red 
piece like separates and you're like oh this is symbolism you know blah 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 this is also pretty. it's <laughs> this is also pretty and you know the the little red piece separates and then uh she turns around and it fades and it goes into um Taki's life again <clears throat> and he wakes up and he's like well i guess i'm me today and then he just keeps going throughout his life for one day and then another day and then he's like well i guess it stopped happening and he gets pretty he gets pretty sad and he gets pretty down i think he actually and says so, that like he waits like like or he says something like you know it's been 3 months and nothing has happened something like that oh yeah i guess yeah. things are back to normal or something like that is yeah. what he said yeah because they mm-hmm. they thought it was all along that it was a dream so he said maybe it was a dream and it just stopped or something like that yeah and then he and he somehow he doesn't uh or not somehow but like slowly he starts forgetting about what he remembers and all all that he has to go on is the drawings that he he had been making of the landscapes that he'd seen because um a little subplot is that he's into he's interested uh, in uh, landscaping and all that stuff and he's been drawing like all this stuff and putting them up in his room Every time that he goes and then he comes back and he starts obsessing over it and he says, I'm going to go, or he tells himself, I'm going to go see, I'm going to go see her. I'm going to go see her. God damn it. And there's nothing anybody can do to see <laughs> God <something>. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I have these goddamn I, pictures. I'm going to go see got her. got all these fucking pictures. <laughs> <that I drew. laughs> so he tells his friend to cover for him at work. And then she, his friend tells the manager and the manager... It's like blah blah blah. Well, you know, I'm you don't to. see this. <laughs> you don't see this. But yeah, they they end up showing up at the train station, and they're like, "Let's go," and he's like, "What?" <laughs> they're like, Let's go. Which, which, by the way, that friend has a crush on him. Yeah, or... <laughs> it's a it's a, a very subtle, a very subtle crush. Very subtle. Yeah, subplot. Because <laughs> oh, I, I forgot about that. Because when when the girl was inside his body, and he, he left, and then his 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 other friend asked him. Like, man, I wonder what's wrong with him. And he says, I don't know. I think he's yeah. acting a little cute. And then he blushed. And, <laughs> and he's like, he blushes a little. <laughs> and he's like, what the? <laughs> and I like that it's uh, that it's brought back up uh, a little bit later on whenever they're in the hotel uh, like lobby. <laughs> and the manager's smoking. And she's like, um, he, se- you know, he seems like he's different. Like. It seems like he'd been a little bit more, you know, like a feminine or something. It's he he kind of seems a little, you know, cute. <laughs> and then whenever she says cute, like I looked at the his friend and he blushed a little bit. And I was like, ah. yeah, because I think <laughs> I, I think she straight up said something like, you know, I I used to like him or something like that. So that's when he was like, he reacted like, what? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> but um, so. They're all going to this place, but he doesn't remember what it's called. And all he has to go on are fucking pictures. And his friends are like super friends that are like, "Well, we're we're gonna be we're gonna stick with you through thick or thin, even though you don't know where the fuck you're going." <laughs> and they pretty much just hit a hit a dead end, kinda. And they end up at this ramen shop, and you know. Uh, he he has the pictures out, and one of the the waitress that that's there uh, comments that it's a very nice picture of uh, where her husband used to be from, 
who is the cook or something. And he's like, what? Where were you from? And he's like, and then he says the name that I don't Itomori. remember. Itomori. And he's like, yes, yes, Itomori. That's close by, isn't it? And he's like, uh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, take, t- can you take me there? And he was like, what? Take you there. Why would you want to go there? And then that's when the uh, plot thickens. Yeah, I plot think, twist. Like, one of his friends. Oh yeah, both of like his friends that were with him were like, "Is that where the comet hit?" Yeah, is yeah. that where the comet hits? Oh. The audience is like, "Comet." Oh yeah, that comet. Oh. You know the one that uh, Mitsuhai was looking at, of oh. course. Oh, that comet. <laughs> that comet. Yeah. Wait, a comet hit? What? <laughs> Three years ago? What? No, that's <laughs> stupid. And. You know, you know, they mentioned that the comet hit three years ago, and then you, you know, your wheels start turning, and they start heading over there, and they're talking about it in the past tense, and how you know he moved, you know, the the cook, her husband, moved away from there, and he was lucky to not be there whenever the meteor struck, and then as they get closer and closer to it, you see a, a fenced off area, big ass crater, <laughs> and a big ass gigantic goddamn crater yeah and you're like what it practically made a second lake uh okay (laughs) yeah uh, yeah i think that like one thing to note is that the lake that was there is smaller than the one that the second one made yeah Yeah. like it's fucking huge and yeah they did mention that the lake was made uh from a comet that hit a thousand years ago yeah 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 but it's huge it's fucking gigantic (laughs) you're like what (laughs) No, wait, what? So, who's he been transferring to this whole time? And when this was brought up, I was like, well, maybe, you know, she she got away or something like that. But then I was like, no, this happened three years ago. But she was just there. And then, That's you, when you, you know, you slowly realized. put together <laughs> yeah. that, that not only have they been switching bodies from, you know, one place to another, but they've been switching through time. And there's been a three-year gap. And when the when that was introduced, like I I thought this movie was alright. I was like, oh, this movie's okay. I like it. And then that was introduced, and I was like, what? No. <laughs> and I liked it just that much more. Um, crazy. But it's pretty crazy. It was literally and, uh, a what a twist type of feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what a twist was it? <laughs> so I guess. After that, you're like, well, I guess that's the fucking movie. I guess that's it. But no, this this motherfucker's persistent. <laughs> like, no, no, this can't be. No, and and he starts looking up, and like he starts obsessing like crazy over, over her and over the place. And he looks up, um, uh, I guess a logbook of all the people that had died there, and he starts looking for her name, and he can't, and like. As soon as he finds his name, or as soon as he finds Misuha's name on there, he just, like, he's like, no, no, no. And then uh, he takes his finger off of it, and he goes off into a little conversation, kind of with himself. And he tells himself, wait, what, what, who am I looking for? Where, where am I going? What's her name? What am I doing? And he can't, like, he's, he, he just can't. He starts forgetting everything about her. Yeah. And his friends are, you know, tell him, well, let's let's go and let's you want to keep going. And 
then you know they had that little conversation in the lobby and his friend blushes and everything <laughs> and then it shows them back in their room and um there're three sleeping bags but somebody's missing from one and there's some money left on the on the uh counter or table or windowsill somewhere and it um Taki wrote a note that says here go back to Tokyo I'm heading over here and earlier in the and earlier in this movie there was a a beautiful like gorgeous scene where um Taki was in Mitsuha's body and they go on a long hike with uh uh Mitsuha's grandma and her sister and they come up to the sacred area that's basically inside a crater and inside that crater is are like a bunch of stones and like stone slabs that are rigged together to make this little opening and you're like man that's fucking beautiful so he remembers where that is and he gets um the chef the waitress's husband to take him over there and he it starts to rain this gigantic dramatic scene happens and he finally gets there and uh he goes inside in- inside the shrine that's inside the crater and he sees that there's two bottles of sake and he remembers that you know his or her family's tradition is to make this sake that they take to the shrine which is what i'm assuming that he did when they went over there yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure that that's what they did. Yeah, because yeah, he remembers because he was the one that put the yeah put the sake there. Yeah. He he points yeah, out, his, oh, this one's uh, Mitsuha's sister's, and then this one's mine. Yeah, and you know, in a in just a you know what, whatever, whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't care what I have to do. I'll do whatever, oh. even if it's stupid. I'm just gonna do it, and. Because you know he's so he's so driven to see her that he he'll do whatever, and he's at the shrine, and he opens a bottle of sake, and he pours a bit out in the cap, and he's like, "This one's for my homies," and he downs it. <laughs> and uh, starts going on a like, trip. After he downs it, he literally trips. He starts yeah. going on a literal trip, <laughs> yeah. and he starts falling back. Yeah, it did, and then the drawing is it was it on the cave or was he seeing that? I don't know. It was, that, was I think it was. Oh, you mean it like was like everything? On, that, yeah, I think yeah. it was on the roof of the cave, kind of. Yeah, because when he was about to fall, he saw that he saw like the 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 comet. But yeah, I don't know if it was a cave drawing or it was. It looked the way that it was the way that it looked. It looked like it was a uh, just. It it looked like it was in the cave. Hmm. Yeah, like someone but, someone put it there because I, I I'm assuming that, you know that that shrine had been there for generations, so someone yeah. probably drew it at some point. Yeah. yeah. Again, they've been doing this for their family's been doing it for a thousand years. Yeah, and I mean I I also assume because since like the shrine is literally in the middle of the crater that that's yeah you know, that's how it was made or whatever. Yeah. And um, so he goes on this trip and he's like, ah, damn, I'm out. And it switches to Mitsuha's life. And it's... um, You don't really know what it is at this point. It's not until later that you're like, oh, okay. But it goes to Mitsuha. And she's like, 
she's introduced and she has short. No, that was earlier. Uh, it's. I talking. forgot to mention. I forget. I forgot to mention that uh, Mitsuha had short hair. <laughs> at, uh, when when she was at the when she was wearing the kimono and they were like, "Damn, girl, you look good. <laughs> you look good." She's like, shut up, baby. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, you know, they go back to Mitsuha and she is just there and she's like, I'm going to Tokyo. And everybody's like, what? And she's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to Tokyo, man. And they're like, all right. And then it shows her little excursion and she, she takes a, the train and takes a bus and goes about the city to try and find Taki because she remembers where he would go to school and where he works, but she can't find him. And it's not until she's about to give up. Wait, wait, wait. I, I think you might've gotten this order wrong. Um, uh, that's before that it's when Taki wakes up as Mitsuha. And then that's when everyone's pointing out, Oh yeah, you went to Tokyo by yourself yesterday. And he's like, what? I, I went to Tokyo. And then that's when it starts panning out into uh, to going back to what Mitsuha saw. I was pretty sure that um, that had what was it <laughs> that that happened later on. Uh, no, no, no. Right, right as soon as uh, as soon as uh, fucking Taki drinks the sake and like goes into the whatever the little coma thing, that's when he wakes oh, yeah, that's up. That's right. He trips and he wakes up and he's hurt. And he's and like, he oh no, his, I'm still he here. Cries his out. And he starts following his tits. Like, yes. And, and it gets best to one of the, the best points of these, the best scene in this movie where, where Taki wakes up in Mitsuha's body. And, you know, throughout this entire movie, there was a little, like, there, there was a little uh, montage. And in, you know, there were like two separate montages. And in every one of these montages, it shows whenever Taki was Mitsuha, <laughs> he, he would just like wake up and grab his tits and fondle himself. And then, <laughs> Like his little sister would catch him, <laughs> and, and um, so he wakes up and he's about to grab his tits, and he's like, "No, I shouldn't, for her sake," and <laughs> and then it it you know goes to the sister's uh, like a third person view of the sister, and she opens the door like she normally does, and it shows Mitsuha fondling her tits, crying her <laughs> crying her eyes out with fucking snot running, and she's like. Oh, I'm so glad to see you. <laughs> and it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> Her, his little sister's like, nah, I'm out. That's it. She's finally she, lost. Dude, it. She's fucking crazy. Grandma, I'm leaving. Grandma, I'm leaving. She's finally lost it. <laughs> I'm, deuces later. Deuces. <laughs> and so, um, you know, like, like Mondo said, they mentioned uh, to her or his sister mentions her that she's been acting weird or whatever. And his, her grandma was like, yeah, you just suddenly went to Tokyo yesterday and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, Oh, I wish I got to see that. And then it shows Wait, you. She went to Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. And then it shows you. But, um, I don't remember if it's before or after, uh, she starts, um, trying, she starts trying to convince, like she first tells her, her grandma, grandma, we got to get out of here. There's a meteor coming. It's gonna split off, and everyone's gonna fucking die. Yeah, because at that and point he had found out the the history of the town. So, uh, I guess yeah. I guess going back to her body was like another chance of like him warning the people of, of 
the, the the town to like be careful because he knows what's gonna happen. Yeah, of the horrors that are to come. Yeah. And he tells his grandma, <coughs> you know, bitches are gonna die. We gotta get everyone out of here. And his his grandma's her grandma's like, nobody's gonna believe you. That's crazy. <laughs> Bitch, you crazy. <laughs> Bitch, you crazy. Even though <laughs> e- even though which is ironic because she's very spiritual and then she even like noticed that she wasn't actually herself. Yeah, like, you're she- another person. Yeah, she's... Oh, you're you're not yourself today. Yeah, you know she she says that at one point, and yeah. uh, Taki's like, "Wait, you know?" You and she's grandma? like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> our family's our family's status. been switching bodies for generations." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, right. I used to have weird ass dreams, <laughs> but I forgot who the dreams were about. <laughs> and your mom did the same thing, <laughs> and and you're like, "Okay, I, I guess this is a a way to explain like why it was it happened to be her." Right, right. Why not, right? Our tits have been fondled too. <laughs> Every day we woke up and they were sore as fuck. We'd say, oh my no, God. Why? <laughs> so, um, you know, she goes about uh, her day in the order that she probably would, but, tr- you know, trying to convince everybody to get the fuck out of here because, you know, people are going to die. Yeah. And her friends are like, you crazy. But we we're gonna we're, we believe you yeah. because you crazy, <laughs> <laughs> and they start doing like this whole, uh, you know, trying to plan out what's to happen, and while that's happening, it goes back, and it shows you what Mitsuha was doing the day before, where she was, she just like walk she was walking with her sister just and out of the blue she was just like I'm going to Tokyo today. Which I guess is what people do in Japan. They're just like, I'm going over here. <laughs> and her sister was like, what? Now? And she was like, yeah. So Mitsuha goes to Tokyo, tries to look for Taki. You know, she's trying to remember. She's She knows where he goes to school. She knows where he works. This and that, 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 and this. And she she's about to call it quits. And she gets on a... What I'm assuming is probably her train home. But it just so happens that she sees something, like, glimpse her eye, or not on her train home. She was, like, probably waiting for her train home. But she sees somebody in the train, and she's like, oh, shit. And she runs inside, and she's like, Taki-kun? Taki-kun? Hey, look at that. Mada posted that. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, Hey, Taki-kun. And he's just fucking ignoring the, fuck the shit out of her. Like it was just like she's standing like literally at fucking like hand distance from him and he's just like fucking studying or some bullshit. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, that that, that, that made me that made that made me think that like, oh maybe she's a ghost or maybe since it's three years before everything happened, maybe that's why he can't yeah. really hear about yeah, it. Yeah, like I, mean, I like the thing is, is he just didn't fucking react like at all. You know, you would think like he would That's at least weird. like smell her perfume or shampoo or something, and then he's just like <laughs> or da react to somebody say? saying his name. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and, and he's just fucking there. <laughs> but, but you know, I'm I'm not Japanese. Who am I to judge? Uh, oh, they man. they tend to ignore people. I fucking a lot in Japan. I, it it pissed me off so much when he was like, "Who are you?" and he's like fucking mad and shit. <laughs> and, then, 
And then she's just like, Ugh. I'm like, you son of a bitch. What did you do to me? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do to my wife? <laughs> and she's like, do you, do you remember me? And they're and like, like do you know you? my name? And he's like, who, who are you? Or blah, blah, blah. And it, then, um, you know, she gets fucking depressed as fuck. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? You know, this isn't the dick that I grabbed these, those <laughs> days that I was a man. And she tells her, well, this is my name, blah, blah, you know, deuces. And she takes off her her ribbon that she wears in her hair and she gives it to Taki. And this ribbon is something that was uh, emphasized a few times through the anime. So you're like, oh, shit, that's her ribbon. But, you know, you you, you kind of assumed but um, throughout the show, I thought that like somehow she managed to like l- like take teleport it with her it. one day, <laughs> yeah. teleport it, mail it. She did something <laughs> to give it to him, and he was like sniffing it and being the fucking perv or whatever, <laughs> you know, doing the things that he does, <laughs> wrapping it around his dick and tugging it. <laughs> nice. I um, call this one the hangman. <laughs> so, oh god. So I know I know I've been pointing out a lot of like things that just seems really weird to me. Um, but, uh, one of the things that, that I, I just kind of did strike me too is really weird was that, uh, as like, she was like getting out of the train, like all disappointed, like, and, and, uh, fucking Taki was like, wait, what's your name? She like, yeah, fucking, like all of a sudden she, he fucking cared. Yeah, yeah. And then she like instinctively fucking takes off the ribbon and she's like, get it. Here, take this. <laughs> take it. Yeah. Get it. And so uh, it's symbolism, know. take it. Yeah, it's destiny. <laughs> like it was. It was really cool, like within the context of it. But like, I kept thinking, like, if somebody handed me their fucking hair rip, I'd be like, "Ugh, what the fuck? <laughs> what do you want me to do with that?" <laughs> Wrap it around your body and remember. Wrap me. it around my <laughs> dick and tug it. <laughs> remember my name. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> All right, so that happens. And she's like, well, fuck. And she goes back to her village and she cuts her hair. Because she's like, fuck this guy. Yeah, I thought she cut her and hair before. No, she had already had her hair cut by that no, point. Yeah. Like, like oh, I, I think she like, cut it look before. At this, look at Mother, you Mother. just sent the leak. You yeah, just you just showed the screenshot. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we... So, yeah, she, it's because there's like, so much fucking like, back and forth shit. I don't know what what order half of these things are in. <laughs> This is actually in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, and, um, it is in the context it is, of time. You know what? Yeah. It is. <laughs> Anyways, this is moving also, forward. Also, they they show this as a dream in the beginning, also, and he is like, "Taki kun." Yeah. Uh, whatever. <laughs> so they go back to the village. You know, shit's about to go down. Uh, no, no, no. They, they go back to the scene where uh, Taki is like moving around the crater and shit. Mm, do they? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Man, this movie. <laughs> I'm telling. So they you. go back. They go back to Taki, and he is in the crater, and he's like, "Oh fuck, I hit my head and it hurts." And he slowly like starts walking out. Um, At this point, it's, it's he basically is where they they've sw- yeah they've switched. Yeah, and she's like, "What? Where am I? What's going on?" And then, like, she walks out of the the shrine. She goes out to the crater, and she goes to the top, and she's like, 
oh shit and she sees the gigantic impact zone that is a lake now or whatever and she's like what happened what's going on and i don't think anything really of significance happens at that point yeah i think she just realizes that she's dead yeah so they go back to mitsuha who's still taki and uh she starts trying to convince uh, more people to leave the fucking town and everybody's like you're fucking crazy man get away from me wait wait wait, wait. I, I actually i think that you kind of missed the uh the part where they try to write each other's names oh, no no that, that doesn't that, happen that, that's, not no, that, that's that when they happen. they both meet that that's no, that that's what i'm talking yet. about that's the scene no where... she's no she's still trying to convince everybody no, 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 to no, no, go no. there no, as, taki. as soon as the dream like, scene ends of showing what happened with uh with uh mitsuha when she went to Tokyo, it skips over to the scene of the impact crater where they're both, they're both trying to find each other. Yeah. No, they're not both trying to find each other yet because she still has like I'm, Taki I'm still has to go. Right now. I'm like Taki has the to movie. Taki <laughs> goes and convinces his or tries to convince Mitsuha's dad to tell people to get the fuck out, and then they're about to go set everything up, and Taki and uh, Taki's like here uh, let me borrow your bike and he's like all right whatever and he's and taki or you know talking me to house body tells her you guys go set up everything while i go uh and do my thing uh just keep everything as planned or whatever so uh he takes the bike and starts heading towards the shrine because he's like that's where i was or whatever and then uh, Mitsuha finally reaches it, or Taki or whatever. And he's like, all right. Where, like, they start yelling each other's names, and they start looking for each other. And uh, you can hear them. Uh, you, can, you can hear the echoes of their names, at the, and they can hear each other even though it's three years apart because it's noon dusk the thing yeah. they're in, in they're, they're in a very spir- twilight. they're in a very sp- spiritual place too yeah so yeah. that's why and it's, it's twilight so they're like takikun and he's like mitsuha and then they're running past each other but they can't see each other but they could feel each other whenever they see each other and then they're standing right in front of each other but can't see anything and as soon as uh, Twilight hits, it show the, you know the camera shows one, and then the camera shows another. And at that point, I thought, oh, they they can't fucking see each other. They're never no, gonna see. They're each never other. gonna fucking <laughs> see each other. <laughs> but no, the the movie delivers, and they're standing right in front of each other, and you're crying your little eyes out, and you're like, oh, <laughs> they did it. <laughs> And then Mitsuha's crying her little eyes out. And then and Taki's she's like, like, I, I touched her boobs. And she's like, you touched my boobs? <laughs> and then and then she, he's like, I drank your sake too. And she's like, you fucking pervert. That's <laughs> my spit. Basically. And uh, so they get to that point and they, you know, they're like, hey, you should uh, maybe not die. And and they're like, yeah, I guess, I guess I should maybe not die. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, before 
before they leave one another, they wanna. Um, who was it that suggested it? Was it Taki? Yeah. Was it Taki? I think so. Yeah. That he suggested. Oh, let's write our names. Uh, so ready. We don't forget. Yeah. It. Yeah, it was Taki because he had the marker. Yeah. He's so like, hey, baby, he was like, "You ever seen one of these?" <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, plenty of times. Every time I was you." <laughs> and uh, and uh, she. You know, Taki's like, let's write our names. And he writes, you know, allegedly writes his name. And then before uh, Mitsuha's able to even write hers, all you see is like her write a line. And then the marker you know, that's, falls. Yeah. The marker oh my falls. God. Like, they, they had the emotional music and everything. And then, like, yeah, and then it, it just stopped. It, like, it just oh, yeah. fucking cuts. And I was like, well, that's the end. I'm it's like, yeah, you like that, don't you? And it's like, let me just fuck. <laughs> Take that away. <laughs> I'm just gonna cry myself to sleep now. <laughs> She's dead. She's fucking dead. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do. And yeah, at that point at that point I was pretty sure that the movie was gonna end. <laughs> and I thought, man, it's one of these movies. God damn it. <laughs> but thankfully, it kept going a little bit after that. And Mitsu has like uh well i guess i shouldn't die (laughs) she goes back and she's and they the basically what their plan was uh for mitsuha's guy friend who happens to work with um explosives and stuff in demolition basically he got a bunch of explosives and they were gonna blow up the town's um power source generator thing Power plant. And power plant, there you go. <laughs> so so they can start like a panic and they could try and get everybody to get the fuck out of town uh, by getting her female friend who was a in the like Broadcasting an, Club. Broadcasting club. Just you know, she just so happened to be in a club about <laughs> a specific that. club. <laughs> a terrible Very specific. Club. <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> like their plan was to blow that up. Get her, you know, get the female friend to be like, everybody, get out of here. Go <laughs> to the school. Because it happens that the school is just out of the blast zone. Yeah. Uh, because before that, uh, Taki did a bunch of math and he was like, here's where it stops. And um, basically the plan happens. And then everything goes wrong and you're like, what's going on? This isn't supposed to happen. Everybody should be getting out of town. And it shows... um. Mitsuha's guy friend getting caught, and then the girl in the broadcasting club getting caught, and then like the everybody in the mayor's office just like, you know, telling everybody to stay home and do nothing, and you're like, no, they're gonna die again. No, you bitch. <laughs> and during this, um, Mitsuha's having a little breakdown because she starts like forgetting everything, and she's like, no, what's what's his name i can't remember his name i i can't oh my hand and she opens her hand and wouldn't you know it he didn't write his name <laughs> he writes i love you yeah, and she starts fucking crying again. And she it starts fucking crying like a little bitch. and you start fucking crying <laughs> and everybody's fucking crying and you're like oh god no it can't end like this she can't fucking die again <laughs> And um, at this point, I thought to myself, okay, so I'm going to link this picture. 
Because at so, that point, that's when I thought that it was going to be that kind of movie. At that point, basically. Yeah. I thought it was going to be that kind of movie at a lot of points. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad it, like, I, didn't, I didn't move my mouse a lot because I was like, okay, well, let's see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, whenever they showed her write her name, like, write that uh, she wrote, uh, that Taki wrote Skida, uh, I was like, wait. All that she, like, her name, the way that she writes it, she was probably going to write the same thing on Taki's hand because uh, I linked the picture in TeamSpeak for a better reference. So the first character that she writes is a me. And, you know, that the way that you make that is basically you make a noodle. A noodle. And, (laughs) (laughs) like, the only way that she would make a... uh, a line like that is if she used um, katakana, which is this this character, which is basically three lines. Oh, that's interesting, dude. Wow. Like, but she wouldn't write her name in that way because her name is naturally Japanese, and usually they only use this for foreign words or whatever. Right. So, and the way that they write, you know, ski is uh, they do with the Sue character. Mm. Which the way that you start writing it off is with the line from left to right, which makes me, you know, think, oh, she was gonna thing. fucking write, I love you, this fucking bitch. <laughs> they're, they're both gonna fuck up, basically. <laughs> they're, they're both gonna write, I love you. <laughs> but I digress. I just thought that was pretty interesting. Um, what happens after that? Uh, yeah. After after she realizes, oh, that's she- that's not your fucking name. The fucking yeah. meteor hits again, and then you just fucking see like waves crashing. Oh yeah, and like, like son of like, a we'll bitch, they're fight. dead again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and to really like put salt in your wound, they it hits at the, at the shrine. Uh, it, oh, not, yeah. not 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 the mean, crater it, shrine. It disappeared. Oh so. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where, where they did the dancing yeah. ritual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they show all that, and you're like, fuck, <laughs> fucking fuck, no, and. This motherfucker just keeps going through life like <laughs> not a care uh, in the world, not a not, fucking not, not a high fucking... in sight. <laughs> and he and he has this his inner monologue that says, you know, I go through life feeling like I search for somebody, which is you know like like most of us feel, and uh, keeps mentioning this, and you know keep going. He keeps going through this um thing. And it gets to a certain scene where you see a girl wearing, like, a red ribbon on her hair. And any time that he sees a girl with a ribbon in his hair, by every time, I mean... Triggers his autism. It triggers his autism. And he, like, he like, like, glimpses back and he's like, what's that? And he's like, no, no. Until uh, finally the third... Uh, or no, actually, it it like every time he sees a girl with a ribbon in her hair, he like turns around or whatever. It might or might not have been her. I think for the most part it wasn't, but it wasn't until the yeah. movie literally put them face to face. Technically, yeah, like they they were in separate trains facing out a window, and they happened to cross at the same time, and they see each other, and they're like. Ah, oh, you. <laughs> but I think it's a little important to say that this is like, how many years after? Like five years after? Five years after. After yeah. the whole, so whole thing happened. He was in high school, 
And if it was five years after, I think that would make him 22. Yeah, five, five, five years after he did that, but like eight years. Yeah, 23. I mean, I think they had eight years for uh, college because he was like applying for jobs at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he's, a, he, he's a, he was an architect at this point because I thought he was trying to do And that's why he drew the town really well. Yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember going like, "Damn, that's really amazing." Yeah, like this guy is pretty fucking good at yeah. drawing. <laughs> and it's funny because in the synopsis, they mentioned this, like they mentioned that he's an architect, like that's just a you know a gigantic point in yeah. the plot. But no, it's just like a little tiny thing. Yeah, yeah, like the thing is that they didn't really mention it at all. Like until you no. you kind of see him drawing, and you're just like, "Oh, he 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 likes to draw." And then like, you know, towards the end when when they kind of just like talk about the jobs again you're like oh oh now it makes sense <laughs> and um shows them face to face and they're like fuck fuck and you know they run around start looking for each other and these mother these pieces of shit stand <laughs> at the, they, they stand at opposite ends of stairs staring each other each other in the fucking eye and then they just you know Ignore each other. Ah, dude, they start wa- so oh. after they've been anxiously looking for each other so hard, and that, that's it's how like, they react. It's like it's yanking <laughs> they, at your dick, and then it just suddenly lets go. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Come on! They saw they, they saw each other emotions. face to face, <laughs> and you would think that they'd be like, "Oh my god, yay!" But <laughs> no, they, they they see each other, and then they I can't turn away and just look stranger. straight. Let me just walk and normally, they, and they put. <laughs> And they cross until finally this piece of shit finally turns around and he's like, "Ah oh, no!" <laughs> Have we met before? And then like she turns around and she's like crying a little bit and she's like, "I feel the same way." And I think the movie ends with um, them saying in unison, "What's your uh, you know the title of the yeah. movie?" Nawa. and uh, then you know the ending credit song plays, and you're like, "Yay, yay!" And then you start crying again. Well, then you start crying again. <laughs> you're like, "I'll never have that." Yeah, I'll never have. <laughs> I'll the never book. travel well, through time and, and uh, experience the body of another woman. <laughs> another woman. <laughs> oh, but I forgot that the the thing is that before that happens, like you're wondering if like. She succeeded. She they succeeded into like yeah. You never like they never actually show you if she actually saved the town. Right, yeah. but the thing is that after, um, as he's going through through Tokyo, you see the the, the two other uh, side characters yeah. talking. Well, no, well they no, also no. no, they do mention it. They do mention yeah. that they all survived. Yeah, oh, there okay. was like a little like news like uh, montage yeah. going on in the background. It was like, oh yeah, like Itomori was hit by a meteor, and uh, there was a hundred wounded but no casualties. And oh wow, yeah. I, I I guess yeah, I didn't pay attention yeah. to that really well. I yeah, thought they were like, just kind of like commemorating, like oh, it's been eight years since it happened, but yeah, all these people still died or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. it was <laughs> like people. definitely a big point that that the other two friends were there because he was just he like looks over and he's like. I don't know, like, you can tell, like, that he recognizes that them he, somehow or that, yeah. like, they seem familiar yeah. with him. And then he heard their names and he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also <laughs> like coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it was pretty cool that they showed uh, all the, everyone else from uh, from that town. They even showed the sister that she's, like, in high school or, yeah, or yeah. college or something. And obviously yeah, they moved to Tokyo because our town was kind of crushed or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the, that's just the closest place to go. Let's all go to fucking Tokyo. Yeah. 
But what are your thoughts on this movie? I loved it. I, I fucking loved it. Loved it. Definitely loved it. one of the best movies, like, in general. Like, not just fucking anime movies, but, like, movies in general. Just yeah, one it was, of the best it, movies that I've seen it, it, in a long time. It was it was a pretty good movie and like I I didn't want to I know there was a lot of hype around it but I didn't know anything about it so I still went going well at the least it's not gonna be shitty so you know I know I'm gonna enjoy it and yeah nonetheless it was it was pretty great like it as a movie it, like itself it was a pretty great movie like just put in general and like the animation scope and as a movie in general it was it was pretty good and that, I I think that's probably why people were kind of little bit you know disappointed that it didn't make it to the oscars or whatever but yeah i'm one of them <laughs> pieces of shit but yeah it was good I, I i enjoyed it a lot and it definitely had a twist that made you think that it was going to be a completely different movie and it was something a bit a bit a little bit more darker than what you assumed it to be but that, that's what happened to me at least mm. which is good it was a good change of pace or whatever yeah, it was definitely, you know, just not not what you expected, and that's what made it good. Yeah, yeah. yeah and go. as for me, like, I, uh, like most of you, I had no idea going into this movie, you know, what to expect. And I usually start watching movies, and I'm like, all right, fucking impress me, movie. Like, what What do you, you know, <laughs> show me why What do you have to talking. offer to Nuni? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why, why is everybody talking about you? Show me why. <laughs> and it wasn't, in, it, like... I didn't really uh, care for the movie until Mondo brought it up. And he was like, yeah, I watched it and it was pretty good. And, I, and then I was like, what? Mondo hey. likes a movie. And Mondo fucking hates movies. <laughs> yeah. For the most part. I don't, I don't, it's not that I hate movies. It's that I've been so like, underwhelmed by movies that I'm just like, eh, all right, I'll watch it, I guess. But like movies <laughs> in general or like anime girls? M- movies in general. Movies in okay. general. Um, an- anime movies, I have not seen too many, but I don't know. I kind of, I kind of feel like I kind of put them on the lines of anime, you know, like I don't put them on the same scope as like, you know, movies like Western movies that we, we're kind of accustomed to, right? Right, right, right. Like I still yeah. kind of consider them as like, almost part of an anime series you know because a lot of them are part of an anime series um yeah but yeah i don't know i mean that again that that's just like one of the big things of why i really enjoyed this one because it 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 set the bar up way higher than what i was expecting yeah that's good you can't jump over that nope hell no (laughs) i guess my final thought or question would be to you guys would and i'm sure it'll be an obvious answer would you recommend this for anybody yeah. Yes. Th- th- of course. Have you not been listening to me? <laughs> hey, that's. Did you have you not been listening to me? I said obvious. Yeah. I think um, I, I, I think the 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 it, it's it's difficult when you want to kind of introduce anime to people, and usually you go, well, you know, you should start with Dragon Ball because that's an anime. Do you like do you like Dragon Ball? <laughs> and you're probably gonna like this, and you kind of ease them into it. That this would be one of those movies that it's like you know, anime has. When when it's really well produced, it has really good animation. And it can have a really good story, and you know, I recommend you this movie because it did really well, and I personally think it's good. Yeah, and I, I think that, that that is really like one of the just like one of the worst stereotypes that like surrounds anime is that a lot of people that just don't know about it, they're like, oh, it's fucking uh, shitty Japanese cartoons, you know? It's like, oh, it's, it's weird yeah, shit it's for a, little it's kids that porn and on, It's that porn on the on the internet, right? Yeah, I mean, which mind you, a lot of it is, but you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's, there's still some good stuff out there. 
Um, yeah. I, I've always felt like there is an anime out there for everyone. Like, no matter who the fuck you are, like, there there is so much story and so much, you know, just fucking uh, creativity behind them that um, I, I can definitely see, like, somebody somewhere liking something somewhere. I strongly yeah. agree with that. I will back you up with that. Because that's true, actually. Yeah, I... Especially hentai, and the way that I, the way that I feel about anime is that uh, you know, it's to me, it's just another medium for people to, you know, tell their stories or do whatever. It's just like it's like music, it's like filmmaking, it's like drawing or it's painting, like painting or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's just uh, you know, another thing to tell a story with. I don't really just to express you know, creativity. And- it's um something that I look for, which is why I guess it's like a hobby, just like people that like looking at paintings or uh like reading poems and stuff do that as a hobby also mm-hmm. but it's it's something that um whenever I see something good like this, it's not just something that I would recommend you know just to people that are into this stuff. It's something that I would actually tell my brother about or my mom about, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you know it's not. This isn't something that they look for, as opposed to me. Yeah. But it is something that I'm like, God, they'll, they'll fucking love this if they watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because there've been st- there've been things that they've seen that I was like, what? When did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, uh, see, that's the thing. Like, I, I I've always loved animation in general, but the the thing that I guess I I have gotten tired of like Western cartoons is that. For them just to always be uh, slapstick and everything. So, oh, geez. Yeah, yeah that, like, that, that's another reason why, like, Samurai Jack was so successful and why Steven Universe personally is successful because it's actually following a plot. And so, the, the thing about anime traditionally is that in every show or every new, new show, it does that. It follows a plot and you get into it, whether if it's uh, a drama or like an action, uh, an action anime. And that's the thing that I do like about them. But Unfortunately, it, it is a lot of there is a lot of typical things that happen in animes, like big tits and the typical that you have to yeah, through to get exactly to the, the, the typical the typical <laughs> beach scene or whatever that <laughs> makes anime in general like a little bit stigmatized. Yeah, which is unfortunate, but with like something like this, it, it's it as Nuni was saying, it's something that you can show your mom, and it's like you know this doesn't have the big tits or the crazy <laughs> weird plot you know it, it's mean, actually granted, a good story it, it has some uh some tit fondling but yeah. you know it does right it but it makes it, sense I, in the grand scheme of things. yeah exactly it's, it's <laughs> kind of subtle and like yeah in, in in the general scope like i mean if, if you wake up as a girl with tits the next day you and who, you're who wouldn't fondle <laughs> and you're especially and you're a teenage boy like all hormonal <laughs> and everything who wouldn't be touching their breast like it's a <laughs> I guess I that was do. just like a little thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already do that. <laughs> Speaking of fucking garbage. So I feel like we've been watching too much like garbage. Decent too much decent <laughs> stuff on uh on the actual mainline podcast. I feel like we should watch some some piece of shit. <laughs> like just well, just go out of our way and, and watch something shitty. Well uh just some I feel like Claymore is is there. Claymore's alright. Yeah. I've only seen two episodes. I uh, me, seen me too. Me too. And <laughs> what bothers me is the art style. Dear God. But that I'll keep it on the podcast. On the main podcast. Alright. All right. On the next Let's episode of Magical <laughs> World Transformation <laughs> Podcast. One <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so I have been Nuni, joined by Juan, Armando, and Rose. Bye-bye. Yeah. If you want to reach us, you can follow us at uh, mbtpodcast at gmail.com for emails, facebook.com forward slash mbtpodcast for Facebooks on the Twitter twatters. We're at Magical Broadcast. Uh, if you want to check out Mondo's gaming channel, it's uh, Slice of Pie. Wait, I have one of those things? No. Yeah, you have one of those <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, just, yeah. just plug. I, I, all right. Well, I mean, I guess since you're throwing it out there, uh, so... Uh, this, this channel was actually formerly a bunch of random skits that we used to do, just like live action skits. And uh, it, uh, as we kind of became separated, we transitioned into just uh, playing games. And so every, every once in a while, when I get a chance, I will uh, record some of our gameplay and put it on there. Uh, there's there's some gems in there. And then there's, a, again, there's a lot of diarrhea, just like anything. But uh, yeah, <laughs> if you uh, like video games and uh, you want to kind of see a little bit more of us, check it out. It's a slice yeah. of pie games. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good, but mostly autistic. Mostly autistic. Just like this podcast. Alright, we'll see you guys later. We're